Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Instant reaction edition of the Network Podcast. Joining me once again, Richie Schneiderite. Richie, this one kind of came out of left field. We got a commitment from, I, I assume he's an athlete. He's a uh, Valet mm-hmm. Nakun Jr. He's from Orlando, Florida. He goes to Orlando Christian Prep. Uh, you told me that this happened, and I looked at his tape for about five minutes. He looks like he's a, a fairly good athlete. I don't really know much about this kid. I haven't really heard him talked about. Tell us a little bit about uh, Nakun Jr. Yeah, so so we posted an article on a, or not an article, a board post yesterday, day before, something like that. He uh, scheduled the Rutgers official visit for the 21st of June. It's going to be his first ever trip to Rutgers, so this is kind of a unique situation. Most of these commitments that Rutgers takes, it's usually a guy that um, has visited campus at least at least once. So this yep. kind of tells you how they feel about him. They, they obviously like him a ton. He listed 6'1", 175, um, but looking back through a couple of tweets and a couple other things on social media, um, Elite 11 had him at 5'11". When I say Elite 11, you guys all think quarterback, but this is an athlete. He plays quarterback for his high school program, but uh, he's going to come in kind of like a, similar to Rashad Rochelle last class or last recruiting cycle. He's a quarterback for his high school team because you always put the best athlete possible at quarterback. Um, so he's going to come in as an athlete. He's been talking a lot with Demir Shaw, so that's what makes me think it's most likely going to be a receiver when it's all said and done, or at least at first. But uh, as we know, as we've kind of seen with Chiano, you recruit these athlete types and kind of just feel it out and see where they kind of fit better. Igbenosin, for example, fit better on defense. Uh, Max Patterson, I thought was a better defensive player than an offensive player, but now he's back on offense after he switched, what, twice already? And he's only been there for a year, less than that. Yep. So, I mean, um, yeah, this is just one of those dynamic athletes. He, he runs a 4-4-40 per his coach, and um, obviously he's pretty fast, um, pretty elusive on tape. I don't know how good the Orlando area is for football. It doesn't seem like it's the best in the world. Uh, but, I mean, it, it seems like a, pr- a pretty decent get for Rutgers, a kind of a, one of those under-the-radar ones. Yeah, it's interesting that they're targeting these these athletes to play wide receiver um, the last few classes, at least. Um, yeah, he looks super shifty. He's got legit speed on tape. He's able to get past uh, DBs and linebackers with ease, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess kind of like a, a side note question, like what do coaches look for on tape when they're thinking, I really like this guy, but at this position instead of the position they play in high school? This, that's a tough one. So, for example, this case, I feel like it's kind of easy. You kind of mentioned it, too. You see that elusiveness and, like, obviously um, he doesn't have the best offensive line in the world down in Orlando Christian. So he is running most of the time. So it's, it's instead of just running a route, he is going to get the ball in open space, and you're going to kind of see his maneuvering around guys, whether it be a little shiftiness here and there, uh, vision down the field um, while he's making these cuts in and out. So that, that's kind of where the receiver part of it comes into play. And then you kind of just look at his build and it just gets, it's basically a wide receiver. I mean, you can't really put him anywhere else. Uh, he's too skinny for running back. Uh, he doesn't have like the legs, I guess, for running back either, you can argue. But yeah, it's, it's mostly that elusiveness, I would say, that just dynamic type of athlete uh, profile. And then you kind of see that as a quarterback. And 
you're like, Ooh, we could, we can make this work a little bit. Cause if he's that shifty in open space, put him a receiver, teach him route running a little bit. He might not contribute year one or year two. We don't really need that when you're in, at the college level, you need guys that are contribute or to be able to develop guys and have them contribute year three and four and five, et cetera, et cetera. At this point, some guys are year six with the whole COVID thing, but yep. um, yeah, I mean, I honestly am, I'm a pretty big fan of this kid. I think he's a, a little diamond in the rough and it, it takes a lot for me to say that because some of the other commits I'm not as <laughs> high on, but th- this one I'm, I, I kind of like, like, I, I think I could kind of see where they, uh, where the staff's looking at him and where they kind of see him as that, uh, I keep saying dynamic, but like, that's, that's how you describe the kid. Like he's, he's elusive in space and teach him route running. He's already got pretty big hands. If you look at his photos too. So that's another thing that could help. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a pretty solid get for Rutgers. Yeah. It's just interesting. The timing, I assumed this is the time of year where offers go out in camp because they've seen a guy who maybe hasn't played receiver in high school and they work him out as a receiver and they really like what they see, but obviously he hasn't, been to the Rutgers camp. He's going to be making his first visit um, the 21st, like you said, during that big official visit. Not weekend. It's a weekday visit. Yeah. Which, it's like a which, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, it's kind of smart on their part, too, because everyone is scheduling these weekend trips. And I feel like a lot of teams are just like, yeah, we're only going to do a weekend thing. We'll do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or, or Pitt does a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or something like that. And Rutgers is kind of thinking, like, that maybe this is just this is me talking for them, so I don't know if this is obviously how they're thinking, but um it's more like hey these kids are out of school like it's june 21st what are we doing like let's get as many yeah. kids on possible at, on campus as possible so let's get them on a monday tuesday wednesday before they they could book those other trips who cares like we'll get them on those three day or two three day visit and we'll we'll get them midweek and then see what happens maybe we could get them to commit before july 1st when that dead period kicks in so i mean it's it's actually a pretty unique idea and a w- little bit different yeah for sure um I do want to talk a little bit about the upcoming visit weekend, though. We got a bunch of kids coming yes. uh, starting on Friday for a visit. Uh, the biggest names out of that group would probably be Dylan Gooden uh, out of uh, Maryland, who's Doc Gooden's son. We talked about before, and Chase Basantis is visiting this weekend. Um, only one commit for Rutgers visiting this weekend in Devon Fuse. Uh, who would you say you're putting on commit watch after this weekend? Not to blow uh, up anybody's I- spot. There's a couple dudes right away. Like Jesse O'Fury has already been to campus a couple times, the wide receiver out of Massachusetts. Um, he's one I'll keep a close eye on. Uh, Dominic Rivera, we just put a future cast in for last week, an offensive lineman out of Ohio, somewhere in the Midwest. Yep. Ohio. Ohio. Uh, Moselle Williams, um, Florida offensive lineman, just got an offer the other day. He sounds super pumped about it. Uh, he's massive. Uh, I haven't got a chance to watch his tape like in depth a little bit. I watched a couple clips and you, you could just see the size difference between him and like the other, the opposing defenders. He's like six, six, three, 20, three 30, something like that. So he's kind of that mold that they kind of like in like a uh, Holland Pierce or um, a Curtis Dunlap type guy where they figure they can mold them into like a pretty special player. So I, I'd say right away, those, those are three names. And then um, Ted Gregory too. Ted, oh, two more actually Ted Gregory defensive end out of Hudson Catholic, very, very close to putting in a future cast for him. Because it just has no other official visits. It seems like Rutgers is like the main one in contact with them. Uh, I, and they have a pretty good connection with Hudson Catholic, landing Taj, uh, Taj White last class, who actually looks pretty slim. So I'm at the camp the other day. He, he has slimmed down quite a bit. He, he's going okay. to be an interesting one down the line for Rutgers. And then Abraham Wright out of Florida, Fleming Island. Um, if you guys follow these guys on Twitter, you see Jasir Peterson quote tweeting every single one of them. <laughs> And saying like the one yeah, he's an animal. 
Yeah, Abraham Wright was like, uh, five days until my visit. Can't wait for Rutgers. And he's like, no, five days until your commitment. Dot, 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 dot. Like, it's just, he, he's, he's funny. Like, he, he's a funny dude. Um, Davon Fuse, too. I think it's not going to come out publicly, and but we'll talk to him afterwards. And we'll probably try to get an article like ASAP. Um, you got to reaffirm that commitment. You got to get like him just to basically tell you, like, no, coach, like, I know Pitt offered, but we're locking it down. So that's not a commitment per se, but it is a commitment if you want to call it that. Yeah. So is, is he visiting mainly to lock him up? Because there's no other commitments visiting in June, it looks like. Um, no, it just I, I don't really know. I guess it's you could probably argue it's more of a lockup visit just because like the pit offer did come in. They are down the street from him, I think an hour or less, something like that. Yep. So it's it is locking him up. And then uh especially if you get a couple other dudes to commit, it's kind of like it's almost like a, like a train. Like you get one and then it's like, Oh, this one's going to come in and this one, or like a domino effect. Like this one, this one, this one, this one. Cause I wouldn't be shocked if say Sunday night, Monday, you probably, you probably wait till Monday morning. Cause Shiana likes to strategically play these things. So you get the big news on Monday morning and it's like, Whoa, Rutgers got one. Rutgers got two. Rutgers got three. Rutgers got, Rutgers got four. Rutgers got five. Like it, it's that that's what how I would play it personally but I could see these guys spacing out a little bit you always let the kids kind of decide too so yeah. I, w- I wouldn't be shocked if we saw one Sunday night and one Monday morning or two and two or or if you want to build all the hype for one day f- four in one day but th- those would be the names I'd keep the closest eye on um I'd even watch Dylan Gooden I think Dylan Gooden has potential to commit his recruitment is kind of really quiet. interesting it's really weird his recruitment because he's like a really good player he's real thin but the new york connections are there obviously with his dad being a new york mets legend so um I, it wouldn't shock me this is probably their best bet at getting a four star in this class so it's it's going to be interesting to see uh see his thoughts after this visit and obviously uh i, I think chase basantis made his his or i think he scheduled his official visit relatively recently Yes, this um, weekend. But he'll be here this weekend. Is this a courtesy visit? Is this like a legit interest from him? Give us your read on Chase Pasantes. It's it's a serious interest in Rutgers. Um, he does think the program's on the rise. He does like see something special there, like building a little bit. But um, it, it's tough for me to see him going anywhere other than like Michigan State right now. I think AM made a hell of a, like, a push on him this past weekend. He's very close with Steve Adazio at this point, who is the O-line coach down there. Obviously, both Northeast guys. Um, Adazio has connections throughout Boston College, Temple, during those two days as head coach. Um, I actually spoke with him yesterday. We'll have an article out Thursday a.m., bright and early, so you can check that out. He doesn't say a whole lot. He's a very quiet kid in general. But uh, he, he's interested to see what the Rutgers players think of the program, which, I mean, of course, they're going to hype it up. But uh, – it, it's interesting because now you – I think it's like one of those scenarios where like – I don't know if you remember Shiano said this in one of his first interviews back. He was like, yeah, I put the kids in a room with um, a couple of the players. Not, we all leave. Parents leave. I leave. Everyone leaves. And we let them talk one-on-one and actually talk like about how everything's going and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't think they are there yet, but they are pushing. They are pushing for a pretty seriousness. I think out of that top five he has, I think Rutgers would easily make the top four, if not top three. Interesting. So we'll see. All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we sign off today? 
No, um, by the time this comes out, I'll be down at Mammoth. Uh, Mammoth invited Illinois, Michigan, Notre Dame down there. Everyone's favorite head coaching candidate, Al Golden's going to be there. Can't wait to BS with him and be like, hey, remember that time everyone wanted you to get Rutgers and you didn't get it? I got to go. Yeah. Talk to you later, Al. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, there's supposed to be a lot of commits, or uh, not commits, a lot of kids down there, like 500, 600. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Interesting. So I'll have something to report on our next pod, hopefully. Awesome. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in again. Stay uh, tuned to the boards. Uh, I'm sure there'll be more news coming hot and heavy the next couple of days. But uh, yeah, for, for both of us, this is another edition of the Night Report Podcast. Signing. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.